What could be more timely than this? Gird yourselves and lament, you priests. Wail, you who minister before the altar. Set apart a fast, a sacred assembly, and let it include multi-millions of people all over the world who cry out to the Lord, Spare your people Israel. You know, the prophet Joel was preparing us for the Isaiah 62 global fast. Over 2,500 years in the making, but oh, what timing. Hi everyone, I'm Bill Nordstrom and welcome to the program today. You know, the prophet Joel, three short chapters, only five pages in my Bible, but boy, packed with the word of the Lord. Listen to what Joel was telling Israel in his day. Call a fast, a sacred assembly. Gather the spiritual leadership, and for that matter, all the inhabitants of the land, and fast and pray. Call them to repentance. Let the spiritual leaders who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar. Let them say, Spare your people, O Lord. Don't give your heritage to reproach that the nation should rule over them. You know... I predict the book of Joel is going to get more airtime in churches and group gatherings in light of the Isaiah 62 fast that's quickly gathering the attention and participation of many multinational ministries and prayer assemblies from all over the world. Numbers that are expected to exceed upwards of 5 million as watchmen crying out to God to give the Lord no rest until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Joel was sure ahead of the curve for several reasons. Joel explains why judgment is released in the first place and how how God expresses himself in judgment. Joel also explains how the people are to respond to God's judgments and the role of the Holy Spirit in these days, the days in which we live. He also explains how history foreshadows the end times, and he uses the day of the Lord in his generation to describe the day of the Lord in the final generation, which might be our generation. The now but not yet in the near and far of prophecy, I believe Joel may be even more relevant in our generation than to his own. As we approach the age-ending time frame that God has addressed throughout history, yes, that very time frame, when an extraordinary peace that has evaded the, the Middle East throughout history will firmly be put in place to the astonishment of the world, animal sacrifices reinstated on Temple Mount after an absence of nearly 2,000 years, the emergence of a man, one man, who will mesmerize much of the world with his extraordinary charisma and then, in only a matter of months, ignite a global war, death, and destruction. The central target? Israel, God's covenant nation, the apple of his eye, the people group who, in God's judgments, will embrace their coming Messiah and lead the nations into a reign of peace with their Lord Yeshua for a thousand years. Joel's declaration of a coming great and terrible day will have come to fruition. Beloved, prophetic events are being revealed with increasing speed, which also make it clear the church without delay must adopt a a, a significant history with God and His prophetic word and understand there's no contradiction between God's love and His judgments, His mercy and His wrath. 
The Lord doesn't put down one attribute of his character so he can express another. He can do both at the same time. We can't do that. Remember in uh, Revelation chapter 10 where the the angel tells John to consume the, the little book. It's actually a Greek word for a Bible. That John, if you, you devour that little book, it'll make your stomach bitter. But it'll be as sweet as honey to your mouth. God's saying the events at the end of the age will be exceptionally challenging and painful for the redeemed while at the same time joyful and expectant. It'll be a great day, a terrible day. In the middle of it all will be billions of lovesick worshipers, forerunners, watchmen on the walls of Jerusalem with the word of the Lord for the covenant nation in the midst of persecution. God's bringing forth a generation in these days who understand his mercy and his wrath guarding against being offended at the age-ending works of the Lord and, and avoiding the apostasy, the rebellion against the moral absolutes and authority coming from among the nations. The greatest revival and crisis in history. In the context of time? Yeah, a time right around the corner. I remember the preachers back in the day always reminding us the time is short. I believe we can agree now the time is short. The sons and daughters are spiritually ascending the walls of Jerusalem during this global Isaiah 62 fast to prepare to be that voice to Israel and the nations in that short time ahead. My friends, if if I could add anything personally, as I've ministered from the perspective of apocalyptic evangelism over the past 12, 13 years— This is what I'd like to say. First of all, God's people are asking serious questions in these days. From people from multiple generations and denominations, they're they're no longer just blindly accepting the long-held pat answers coming from so many pulpits. Theories, inferences, well-marketed books and teaching materials that refuse to address the elephant in the room, Israel. We're good with the prospects for the church, the assurity of salvation, promise of eternal life in the age to come, but but Israel, for the most part, the predominantly Gentile church is clueless. Many assuming the church has replaced that covenant nation because of their long journey in covenant disobedience. Do you know nothing could be further from the truth? And until the church gets that straight, that God began with Israel— and that when their disobedience comes to an end, and it will, when they see their Messiah come in the clouds, they're all saved, every last one of them, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. When a transition from this present age, where the the heel of Gentile dominion must give way to the return of the kingdom authority and rule to a restored Jerusalem, leading the nations into a rule and reign with Messiah Jesus for the next 1,000 years. Yep, as the prophet Hosea proclaims, on the third day he is going to raise them up. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, the times and the seasons you set to reveal your ancient mysteries are extraordinary accomplished with such divine precision, Father. You're, you're, you're raising up the watchmen on the walls who will 
soon blow the trumpet in Zion. You're maturing a bride to meet Messiah Jesus in the air and escort him to his throne in Jerusalem. You'll rule and reign from the city of the great king. A Jewish Messiah with a restored Jewish nation, Father, you will reinstate the Edenic glory and promise of righteousness in the earth. Lord, who has considered such things? Little has your church, Father. So, so we ask you, Father, to break in and to break through in this generation in which we're living that the mostly Gentile church will once again see the hope of its calling and turn its attention to the nation of your inheritance. And we ask this in your name, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Maranatha, beloved, I'm Bill Nordstrom.